We are the Dutch Hall, everybody. Welcome to the pool shed on this Thursday evening. It's a lonely one. We're kind of being good little uh, COVID people staying away from each other in the, the shed. It's just a lonely night here in the hall with me and my buddy Kevin Van Dungeon. And uh, we got a great show for you tonight. I'm really excited about it. I actually wrote some jokes for the first time in a long time. And uh, we're going to do those jokes. And then Kevin and I are probably going to talk about some uh, bar fights. Sounds good. I started thinking about bar fights. You know, just the amount of violence that uh, we saw in our lifetime compared to, like, what my kids see. You yeah, know, I imagine there's a lot of fights going on now. Yeah, like, I don't think they see nearly what we saw in the form of carnage. And now with uh, the whole COVID thing, I think if there is any young people listening to this, they might just forget what it's like to go to a bar at all. And uh, so tell us some old getting pissed up at a bar stories where we, you know, some people get punched in the face. I think that's going to be a nice night out for us tonight. I'd, um, take, I'd take that right now at my age. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you like to go out and just... Uh, Somebody punch me in the face. Get in a little mixer. I'm come alive. home with a shiner. Yeah. What happened? I'm alive. That's what happened, baby. That's right. I lived a bit of fucking life for once, right? But let's just do. Let's get our ads out of the way for the show, so that way we don't have to do these things anymore. Uh, our ads. Our show is uh, actually starting to get a little bit of money come in, eh? Ooh, little, uh, a little cake. I a little cheddar. I, I wish I could drool right now. <laughs> It's, it, uh, yeah, I've been watching too much Chip Chipperson there, <laughs> but uh, they uh, we do have a few things that are going right for the show. We finally uh, kind of got our act together. We have a Patreon now up. We have one Patreon supporter. Wow, what an amazing woman she is! Yeah, she's our queen right now. She basically runs the show here, Jen Husko. She's our one Patreon shareholder, the real one. God bless her. You know, we have uh, Diamond Club members like Lori Ball and uh, Emil Van Van Steeg. You know, Ooh, the Aussie. Yeah, and we have, uh, but then they're special to us. Mm-hmm. But this is a woman that actually pays us money on a monthly basis, you know, on Patreon. And I really want to figure out ways to treat our Patreon listeners. So uh, I have a video. We um, we already said we we're going to get the hot tub video. Charters is uh, dead set against it. Wow. Um, we're working on compromises. But I did think of another treat for Patreon listeners. Do tell. And it will be out this week. It is... Um, one is a piece of Dutch Hall history that you can find online. Mm-hmm. It's from an episode called The Gentle Pervert. Ooh, if you've ever seen uh, uh, that episode, it's actually, uh, we have one kind of viral video from Dutch Hall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, uh, cock holding is cool, according to CNN, I think is what it's <laughs> called. And it gets just pervs listen to it, like pervs like the, uh, watch it by mistake. Oh, they think, they, <laughs> they think they're getting something that they're not. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's got a few thousand or whatever. It's got like five or six thousand or something. And uh, that one's from actually the Gentle Pervert uh, episode. Hmm. But why that episode is historic is because at the very end of the episode, we have one of two times in Dutch Hall history that someone has puked on our show. Oh, good. And this is the only time that it was done in the video era of the show. So it's the only video evidence of the puke that we've had. The first one was just an audio puke. Mm Mm-hmm. People in the room saw the spaghetti coming out the nose, but <laughs> no, no one uh, is a, able to see that. It's like the Loch Ness monster, right? You can only th- through fable and and through tale alone will you hear about the first puke. <laughs> but the second puke is on the gentle pervert, and I'm going to um, I'm a- currently editing that clip, 
of the uh, second puke mm-hmm. and the reactions of uh, Tyler Shazma and my brother Paul. And <laughs> 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 uh, 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 we will uh, have that out, and it will just be exclusively for Patreon members. Oh, that's fantastic. And that should be out this week. So, Jen, you'll be getting uh, access to uh, the puke. Uh, now hopefully you'll like it. An added bonus. <laughs> yeah, it's an added bonus, you know. And I'm sure the person that did the puke <laughs> will remain nameless. Okay. Um, uh, because I don't want to bring attention to the poor lady, you know. Oh, it's a lady. It's a lady. Yeah, both both pukes have been ladies. Classy lady. Yeah, people that say we don't have women on this show, we've added uh, two, two that puke. I mean. I think you're all about it. I mean, we are all about it. We've never turned down a woman, I'll tell you that. No, but why would they want to be here is the real question. That is the question, always. Yeah. yeah. We, we're due for another la- ladies' night. We had a, we did one ladies' night where it was all ladies and me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, we can give you a pass, Kev. I could, uh, you mean I could be a lady? No, you could come oh. in and it would be a me, you, and a, and a bunch of lady guests. All right. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, anyway, so uh, Patreon, you go to... Uh, patreon.com slash dutch hall uh that's uh let me just put that one up there that's patreon.com slash dutch hall and you can uh, uh see all the different tiers and how you can sponsor a show and the other way that we're uh, helping to finance this show is through sponsorship and we have a sponsor of this program called better help, better uh, help. <laughs> do you have anything that's like preventing you from Interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your personal goals, Kevin? Uh, there's some things, I'm sure. Well, there's always something in someone's life. I know right now with uh, the pandemic and with uh, just a lot of the isolation that happens from this sort of stuff, just the looking at the same shit over and over and over again, you know, like the same scenery, the same fucking people. four walls, same people. Ugh. It's just not right. It's not human. You know, it's tough for anyone to get through. Everyone's going through their own unique personal brand of uh, something they never thought they'd ever have to go through. And if you're struggling with that, I mean, there's help out there. And one of the ways you can get help is through BetterHelp. Um, BetterHelp is not a crisis counselor. It's not a self-help line. It's uh, it's uh, professional counseling done securely online. It's a lot cheaper even than uh, than the tr- traditional offline counseling. And most of the time with offline counseling, especially if you're in a rural area, you're doing that stuff via like Zoom or something like that. And uh, I'll tell you, from a guy that uses traditional offline counseling, it is significantly more expensive than what BetterHelp is. I'm really happy with the service you got. They will get they will get a, a counselor that will call you within 48 hours. And my experience when we used the service, it was uh, it was about 24 hours later we had contact with the therapist and uh schedule something uh within a week you know that we were able to talk to someone so um i couldn't be happier with the service it's uh let me see here they it's available for clients worldwide so no matter where you are in the world you can uh, use the service and what else oh and a special offer for dutch hall customers uh, for dutch hall listeners you can get 10 percent off Oh, let me put my BetterHelp on there. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Dutch Hall. That's BetterHelp.com slash Dutch Hall. BetterHelp is a sponsor of this program, and we appreciate them for it. Uh, And then also Amazon. You can go to Live from Dutch Hall's website, 
you can find our Amazon banner. If you click on the Amazon banner, you can do some of your shopping like you normally would do for that uh, company. And a little bit of that money would not go to make that rich guy even richer. A little bit of that money would come and help pay for some stuff for the show. And that's it for sponsors. Thank you for everybody who is supporting them. We got a good show, as I said. The only thing we got to do now is uh, play the theme song, right, Kev? Sounds good to me. Let's do it. Uh-oh. One second. What? Welcome, 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 everybody. That's a nice round of applause. Thank you, thank you very much, uh, Dave Robot. That's another person. Welcome to the Dutch Hall, everybody. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. We're, uh, once again, we have our my co-host and uh, the all-star of Season 8, I'll call him. Kevin Van Dungeon is here. Let's hear it from him. Sitting to my side, quiet as always, and uh, being, uh, being a great uh, friend, really. Robot Dave is here. <laughs> that's all he gets. That's right. That's all he deserves. And uh, I am your host and two-time, two-time Presidents Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. You get more. We're gonna play this thing out. All right, and uh, this is a. a this is a great show, as I said before. I actually decided to write some jokes. You know, like uh, uh, my father-in-law, Kevin, my father-in-law, um, he knows what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows, like, kind, like, he knows I, I, I'm a stand-up comedian. He knows I have a podcast, right? Like I'm I'm not sure he knows what either of those things are. It doesn't matter. You know? Probably uh, better. Yeah, it's probably a little bit better. Yeah. He's just from a different era, you know? he's uh, he's He's just from a different era. The one thing that we always like to say, he was he had a heart surgery, mm-hmm. and then he uh, he he was had to go work out as part of his regimen of getting better. He's, he had to do exercises, right? Mm-hmm. So he he got a membership at uh, this Y in uh, Brantford or something, you know. And he couldn't believe how big this place was, and he just thought it was great, you know. So he's showing all the machines and he's showing pictures of this big place. He's and it's showing he's showing him on the machines and stuff. He's wearing blue jeans. He's working out on the. <laughs> That's all you need. He's working out on the machines. He's wearing blue jeans, and I'm with my kids, you know. And uh, we say, my one daughter asked him, like, "You're uh, you're wearing blue jeans working out, you know?" And he's like, "Yeah, I would work in blue jeans. What what, what am I supposed to wear? My dress pants, <laughs> right? It's casual. How, I'm working out. How can they be any worse than tights? Yeah, it's just a different era, you know. Yeah. It's a, anyway, so." Uh, he sends me jokes a lot because he thinks it'll help me out, you know? Right. And he tells jokes uh, at the Hungarian Hall and stuff like that. And the ladies in the kitchen, mm-hmm. they enjoy the jokes. And he sends them to me. And I appreciate reading them. I like the old street jokes and stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. But sometimes he's just, <clears throat> most of the time I don't find it to be usable because it's not my material and that sort of thing. But yeah. this one, he just sent me a bunch of facts, a bunch of did you know kind mm. of facts, you know? 
And um, hold on a second. That was for Lori. Did it off mic because I didn't want to offend Lori, but oh, the heat of it came after. Ooh. (laughs) What'd you have? Taco night tonight. Taco night. That's a good burp. Mm hmm. So, anyways, uh, I'm hoping that uh, something similar to this, because I enjoyed it. He gave me all these did you know facts. I wrote a bunch of jokes, I just wrote them out like fast. Uh huh. I didn't really like rewrite very much, but it was a real good exercise of writing jokes, like just jokes, you know. So uh, some of them are gonna be shit. I know that. That's all right. Some of them are gonna be good. I hope you. I hope you. I hope people like them. I tested them on my wife. Tested them on my daughter. And I, I think that there's some jokes here that are decent. Okay. Good. 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 And I actually wrote a theme song for the segment. You did. Yeah. It's uh, but I didn't record it. But so I'm gonna have to sing it. It goes like this. It goes, uh, Pete's got jokes. Pete's got jokes. <laughs> he wrote them, so he'll tell them. Pete's got jokes. Pete's got jokes. That's all it is. Jokes. So jokes. So these are all based on did you know facts from, yeah. from my father-in-law, okay? All right. So did you know, did you know, hold on, I want to get my microphone right for this. I, 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 I'm going to learn and laugh. I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Did you know... There is a road in France that can only be used twice a day for a few hours. Then it disappears under 13 feet of water. It is France's way of trying to get their men to wash. (laughs) 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 Did you know Germany has officially abolished college student tuition fees, even for international students? This sounds great, but it is Germany. I seem to remember them giving away free train rides not too long ago. (laughs) Did you know, currently India is the only country in the world confirmed to have both lions and tigers in its wilderness. Another reason to get the fuck out of India. (laughs) Just one of the many. Yeah. Did you know about half of your body is bacteria? About half of your body... Is bacteria. I just went shopping at Walmart, and I think that number may be low. (laughs) I love them all so far. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say this one because it's shit then. Oh, come on. No, I'll do it. It's a crappy one, though. Do it. The NSF estimated that our brains produce as many as 12,000 to 50,000 thoughts per day, depending on how deep a thinker you are. I'm definitely at the top end of the scale. I probably have forty to 50,000 thoughts about old Happy Days episodes alone. <laughs> Boo. I'm at the lower end of that scale. You really? You don't think that much, Kev? I think that's why I'm laughing at everything. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the banana is a happy fruit? I always thought that was Richard Simmons. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that's not the joke. Oh. Banana is a happy fruit. Wim, uh Eating just one can help you relieve irritable emotions, anger, or depression. Women everywhere exclaim the same effect can be obtained by instead of eating them, you shove them up your twat. Ah. (laughs) Uh, That one's my favorite. I like it because it says twat. I like the word twat, yeah. Did you know that hugs that last over 20 seconds release chemicals in your body called oxytocin that make you trust someone more? My friend Dave gave me a hug while I was going through a tough time. This is a true story. Oh, okay. <laughs> My friend Dave gave me a hug one time when we were going through, when I was going through a tough time. And when we were hugging, 
he whispers in my ear, um, I heard we're supposed to do this till we touch candlesticks or it doesn't work. <laughs> That's a real story. Wow. It's not a joke. Did, real, it make, did it make you feel better, though? Yeah, it made me laugh. That's good. Tummy me, sticks. Tummy sticks? Yeah. Is that what they, maybe he said tummy sticks. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I heard candlesticks, but it's probably tummy sticks, wasn't it? <laughs> did you know without your pinky finger, your hand would lose 50% of its strength? Also, your wife would be. Rem- <laughs> also, your wife would be more reluctant to you introducing butt play. Yeah, <laughs> you know you don't start out with a thumb. No, you or know, a you, fist. No, you. That pinky's an instrumental in just introducing <laughs> the idea. Yeah, hey, if you can stand this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you know? <laughs> giraffes will spend about seventy percent of their day eating. I'm pretty sure my kids are giraffes. i have a draft too though yeah did you know cows have best friends and get stressed when they are separated so do humans all those lucky cows are hanging around with their buddies and no mass like there's no (laughs) pandemic even happening no social distancing those fucks yeah that's what i hate read it Ah, okay (laughs) swans have only one partner for their whole life, and if their partner dies, they could pass away from a broken heart. Like, I'm a little worried about this whole thing, <laughs> because I am like the swan, you know? Like, I, I, I married my wife, she's like my one and only, mm-hmm. right? I'm monogamous. Yeah. I'm fitting the mold of a person that's going to die when she dies. I'm like going to be one of those people, like an old man, that they you hear the story that Oh, the woman dies, and then the guy died a couple of days later, broken heart. Right. And you're like, that'll be me because, like, I've I'm setting myself up for that because I love my wife so much. Right. So now I don't just have to worry about me dying. I got to worry about her dying because then I'll make me <laughs> die. Yeah, she can't die before you. Yeah, that's what I mean. It bothers me, the swan. <laughs> Tough it up, man. Find another chick. That's right. Find another swan. Go for date a duck. That, yeah, mixed race, mixed whatever species i guess this isn't even really a joke but i just find it to be like a a, a, a kind of a this isn't a joke but a, it, it, i like the fact here did you know that once a tractor company owner was insulted by the owner of ferrari mm-hmm. enzo ferrari's words were you may be able to drive a tractor but you will never be able to handle the ferrari properly today that tractor company is known as lamborghini <laughs> right that's a that's that's you don't fucking piss <laughs> off fuck. a farmer, eh? No, they'll fuck you. Especially an Italian farmer. Those guys will be stubborn. They're gonna prove you wrong. Those fuckers, eh? Anyways, no joke. Just I like that fact there. No joke. Did you know that some people have a natural alarm clock allowing them to wake up when they want? This is actually caused by a stress hormone. If someone could please get me a snooze button for my stress hormone, Papa needs some sleep. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Hey, did you know that beer reduces the the develop? <laughs> did you know that beer reduces the risk of developing kidney stones by forty percent? No kidding. In a way more boring story, so does water. <laughs> ah, fucking water. Yeah. Did you know that you can survive entirely on a diet of potatoes and butter, which will provide all the necessary nutrients the human body needs? You can also live on just tuna and mayonnaise. I learned that in university. Ah. That's true. 
This is the last joke. Did you know that humans have more empathy for dogs than they do for other humans? I believe this. Proof of this is their reaction to you when you poop in the street. (laughs) That's true. Anyways, those are jokes for this week, everyone. I hope you like them. Jokes. Good stuff. Ah. (laughs) All right, I like it. Mm-hmm. It was fun too, writing jokes. Yeah. I like to. I got to say that one about the twat about shoving the banana in your twat. I wrote like that one a few times, and I I, I wrote shoved in your twat, and then I crossed it out, wrote a couple other things. Other words. Other words like like if you uh, insert it in your vagina, gash. You, you know, all those things that had to go right back. Twat was the word. Instincts. Go with your instincts. Mm-hmm. Shove it in your twat. And not even just twat, but shove. I like the idea that shoved in the twat, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. A little bit different. It's just one of those, like, uh, I know Jen doesn't like us talking too much inside comedy, but, you know, shove in twat instead of, like, insert in vagina. Yeah. You know. It just sounds too clinical. Yeah. It's not funny. You don't laugh at insert. No. Tab and or whatever. Anyway, so um, that's it for jokes. That was a good segment. Oh, I wish I knew the song. Jokes, jokes. Pete's got jokes. jokes. Yeah, he wrote them, so we'll tell him. Pete's got jokes. jokes. That's it. And like uh, it. so we got to do, we should just do a segment. We're going to keep rolling on this program here. Mm. We're going to do a segment we call a feedback. Uh, we got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. Now, this week's segment, uh, you know, it's brought to you by the same people that we opened the show with, you know, BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Dutch Hall. Patreon, support our Patreon. It's uh, Patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. Or you can go to LiveFromTheDutchHall.com. Click on our Amazon banner. Do your Amazon shopping. Those are three ways that you can help out our show. So thank you for those people that do it. And another way you can help out our show, if you don't do this already, is you can go to... Um, uh, any of you can give me an email live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com or the Dutch Hall gmail.com or you can go to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever you want. Find me. Tell me what you think of the show and uh, we'll read it on the air and we'll do what you tell us sometimes, especially if you give us money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you last week, back to basics, the only piece of feedback we got, the only one. Damn it. The only one was from Michael Bow. Oh, wow. Yeah, who's who said basically that he liked me and Beaver the me Beaver and Kevin show mm-hmm. a heck of a lot better than the one the week before with uh, Dan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I got fired when, when yeah when he tried to fire you and uh, it was like uh, and uh, Michael was upset about it. Yeah. Okay, did you you were on that uh, you you read the same message I think I read it yeah and uh, you know Michael was uh was saying it was horseshit and he didn't appreciate it one bit. And I'll tell you, if Dan Brennan was listening to this right now, he's going to be heartbroken. He'd because, feel shame. Because he's got a real boner for Mike, I think. Don't I think, you think? I think so, too. Because he talks about him extensively for a long time, and he's got ideas about him. Like, he's at home thinking about him, I think. Well, I think so. You know, I get it. Mike's got a sweet, sweet voice. Good good guy. Ooh. But Mike did, you know, as much as I appreciate it, Mike did not stand for that, that firing. No, he, he understood that uh, – 
that was out of line. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, uh, I mean, I don't like to pull this card very often, mm-hmm. but this is live from the Dutch Hall, you know? Yeah, your show. And, and not it, live from the Irish Hall. Yeah, not live from the Irish Whatever the fuck he is. And your name's Van Dungeon and Michael Bile. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are Dutch people. And uh, you got an Irishman coming in here into the Dutch Hall, mm-hmm. spouting off uh, that he's going to fire a guy that's uh, giving his heart and goddamn soul. I the try, program? Try my best. God damn it! I don't believe. I don't agree with it one bit, Kevin. I don't no. agree with it. But that was we talked about that already. Michael, uh, it was nice to hear him uh, give us his support. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something about, uh, else about Michael. I've been I've been giving it a bit of shine on the show the last couple of weeks. But Michael will listen to m- the program and then tell me how it sounds like if it's too quiet or too loud or whatever. And you know who else does that is um, is uh, oh. Shit, he's probably watching now too. Oh my goodness! There's an, uh, fucking Bob, Paul, Dave. Uh, I I'm not gonna say it wrong because if I say his name wrong, that's worse than if I say, if I just don't say it at all. So if you, what would his name sound like if uh, you're saying it wrong? No, I know his last name for sure, and his first name. There's so there's a bunch of them, okay. so I don't know which one. It, like which one for you know. I get. I don't want to get mixed up. Let's uh, give him a nickname right now. I can't do it. Right. I can't do it because it'll give away. I want. I don't want to give him away. But anyways, there's other people that do it, and they're really important. And believe me, I'm going to recognize them in future programs where I give them a that. Because there's a bunch of these guys that are in the running for like Diamond Club, right? Like no. they're in the running. There's another Diamond Club membership coming up. Well, there's a whole bunch of them. But we got like all star listeners of, of this program that have uh, done stuff. Like, like you talk about like a guy like uh, how about like got like a Bruce Valtry, you know? Like that guy's constantly giving. Bonesy, you know, uh, he constantly gives us feedback. You got the Porsche, uh, the kosher pork chop, you know. Uh, you got uh, uh, Lee, Lee Wallace, you know. Uh, like we're talking, we these got some real awesome. Are we have Bailey Atcock, you know. Like we're going down the list here. These are like Hall of Fame listeners. Hall of Fame, fame <laughs> Hall of Fame. Emma or Ella Steppa Jones. I, you know what, I have never met Ella Steppa Jones, but I love the name. Oh yeah. Yep. I'll tell you, and I would have swore she was Dutch forever, but uh, it turns out Polish, and that's mm-hmm. why she's got such a shine for charters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he likes it. He likes everything Polish mm. and Mexican. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. He really does. I, I wish, you know, I wish that uh, he would have something to you say. You don't have a soft spot for Mexicans. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Right out of nowhere. T- ah. Oh, man. I'm a... I've been breaking down. Oh, I've been breaking down heavy, man. My body is like a fucking science experiment. I swear to God, I got fungus growing all over. <laughs> it. You got lots going on. Lots. It's because I gotta try to fix so many things at once. You know, maybe one at a time. Yeah, that's how it was. And you think you got one problem licked, and then you, you just gotta get to the next one, get to the next yeah. one. I had like like when the doctor asked me how long you had these problems, I'm like two years. Why don't you come out sooner? It's because I, I had to go about the other things. Yeah. You say one thing at a time. I got to figure out which one I have to handle first. You know that answer I don't like from the doctor anymore? Yeah, you know, this is just an age thing. Uh, have you got that? Yeah, where they're kind of like, you're a little bit old to help. You see, I got the opposite of that because they said to me, you got, I go, uh, I go, I don't know. I the Oh, shit. I think it's just because of my cancer, but the they say uh, you got uh, 
um, you know, you got any problems? Like, how did you, you got any pain you live with? You got any, like, uh, you're tired? And they ask you those questions. I'm like, yeah, like, I'm more tired than I was. I'm more, like, I'm more aches and pains than I were. Like, right. I'm, I'm getting older, you know? Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, but you're in good shape. You shouldn't feel like that at your age. Are they trying to correlate uh, correlate it to cancer? Well, I they don't. They have to just find, like, a, a, like a normal. Like, right. where's your, like normal spot so like because they because i i asked them like what what is it supposed to do mm-hmm. to me like so i know what's the cancer and what's just getting old and what's like yeah. something else you know and uh they go they don't know yeah like a lot of these aches and pains just don't happen overnight they just yeah. gradually come in you know suddenly your wrist is sore for some reason you don't know why yeah yeah that's what it is it's like uh it's just another sore thing after another like one after another and you don't know which is which like now i'm getting physio for t- tennis elbow which i had one forever and then i got two did you ever play tennis no i didn't play tennis ridiculous you think it's from beating off possibly because it could be from beating off well i probably have it then too you know who um you know who probably beats off a lot is popeye (laughs) well he's got those big forearms and it ain't from cracking open cans of spinach yeah that's what i think i think he was he was really giving her a tug Cause uh, I think that's that's what all my exercises I gotta do now is just like Popeye exercises to try to fix this. And olive oil wasn't classically beautiful. No, she was. At least ugly. not in the cartoon. She was ugly, but Popeye was ugly too. He had like, uh, he had like one eye that was like gouged out or something. Like, a little hard to understand when he talks. Yeah, he's like basically uh, a blathering idiot, you know, a blithering idiot, and uh, well, a sailor man. Yeah, like he, you know, they don't see a lot of women on the boats. They come home, olive oils hot because they haven't seen any women it's like if you work in the tobacco warehouse <laughs> and uh someone's like someone's wife comes in to sell with them and then every guy stops working right. just to check her out because there's no women that work there sometimes when you work in a factory with ladies they get better looking over time yeah yeah it's yeah. it's true and men too i'm sure ladies look at men over time and go wow that guy was a mutt it's true if you get if you ever go somewhere like if you're um i remember like if you go if you go, like, on a tour, like, if you go to another country and you go on, like, a bus tour or something like that, mm-hmm. and you get on the bus if you're a single guy. Right. And you're, like, you're looking on the bus, and you're going to be, like, touring for, like, eight days on this bus with these people. Yeah. Chances of you fucking one of them or whatever, mm-hmm. pretty good, because that's how it works. And uh, um, that's that's kind of, like, uh, what are we talking about? Because that's wh- where that was my point. Cause it's kind of, we are on Popeye for a bit there. Pop- Oh, you just deal with you look at what's around you, right? right? And then that's how you you make your decision. It's like if there was if there was like all hot chicks on the bus, you'd be like selective. Right. You know, but then if it was all like a bunch of Threes. dumpy ones, yeah. you would pick the least dumpy one, you know? Right. And I wonder if the uh competition from Brutus made olive oil look more attractive. I wonder if that was even about olive oil at all, or if that was just between those two dudes, you know? Yeah, it could be. One one and one up the other guy. Yeah. But, like, if I was olive oil, <coughs> the Brutus at least looked normal. Yeah, olive oil was a very skinny girl. Yeah. Brutus would have looked like he would have broke her. <laughs> Brutus looked like he lifted, lifted a little bit of weights. Yeah, Brutus would have hurt. But he's bigger, like he's giant, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that cartoon was not my favorite. No. Mine was... By the way, I, I was going to do this with that French joke I wrote, but the 
the um, Pepe Le Pew. Right. I never talked about this on the show. I want to talk about this because he was canceled a while ago because he was rapey or right. whatever. They yeah. said it's not good. And they already got rid of uh, Speedy Gonzalez. He was culturally but appropriating. Well, yeah, they felt it was Spanish like a, a bad Mexican stereotype that he was putting on because he was going. Andale, andale, yipa, yipa. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I think more offensive was his cousin. Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that guy. Remember Slowpoke Rodriguez? My cousin kind of a hero. Yeah, Speedy was a hero, and I don't see anything he did wrong. He was like, uh, but anyways, I got rid of it because it was like a Mexican stereotype, right? And I, I don't, uh, I don't know if the Mexicans were complaining or whatever, but they they, they did decide that was wrong, mm-hmm. and then later they decide Pepe the Pew was wrong. And I'm like, oh, they're protecting the French. And it's like, no, they're protecting women. Well, women. And I'm like, what? Uh, the whole uh, front, uh, like the, the character of Pepe Le Pew mm-hmm. is a smelly Frenchman. <laughs> yes. I never thought about this like this. Right? Yep. Pepe Le Pew is a smelly, is a French stereotype. So he's a yeah. smelly Frenchman. He's a skunk. Arrogant. Uh, he is a uh, rapey towards women because if you've ever been to France, and I don't know if it's still this way in France, but it was when I went there in the 90s, uh, they are very rapey. The mm-hmm. men are aggressive to women and to the point where a North American man would be in a bar and you would think that the women were being assaulted. And I was. I did it. Me and my friend Mark were like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, – what the fuck are you doing, buddy? Like, uh, give that lay off the girl, and the girls had to say, like, no, no, this is this is just the way it is. They like corner you and f- push you in the against the wall, you know, and they get all like in you, yeah, yeah, like way too close, right? And women are just like have to like, you know, put up with it. And uh, anyways, so I think the Americans, whoever were making uh, uh, Looney Pepe. Tunes, yeah, they invented Pepe Le Pew to make fun of the French. To say they're rapey to women and they s- smell. Well, yeah, and I mean the narrative for a long time in the USA was that uh, the French were cowards for their lack of participation in the war. Right, right. And so I'm sure that that was you're you're probably right that that was probably the original intent. Yeah, it was all more to make fun of the French. So it was actually because the cat, the cat uh, w- who was getting the unwanted advances, always walked under white paint. Yeah, yeah, you know, that was a, a misunderstanding there. They mm-hmm. Obviously, maybe if uh, she, if, uh, isn't there one where Pepe Le Pew gets painted black? Oh, I don't know. And then the cat looks at him thinking it's a cat. Oh. And then he's all ripped and stuff, and <laughs> she thinks he's real sexy, and then he's running from her. Right. Because uh, I think that's that was one of the episodes. The point is, it's not against women. The, the the cat's running from him. He's the he's the bad guy, really. Yeah, as a child, I never ever thought of it. I always wonder why the scent didn't give him away, like why she like she should stink like a skunk. Yeah. I didn't understand that skunks only sprayed when they were scared, but they always had that stink line coming off of Pepe. Well, Pepe the Pew always seemed to like yeah. They they made it look like he was always uh, smelling, and, and I think it just stays with you. If you spray once, you very it'll just kind of. It'll still have a bit of a stink, I would imagine. Yeah, I imagine a skunk always has a bit of funk. Yeah, but uh, I, 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 apparently there's skunks all over. Like, and uh, they, we have these like ditches because mm-hmm. they built this subdivision that I live in. They made us all like islands here, right? And they got these ditches on every on the sides of us 
there's no chance of my basement ever getting wet. I'll tell you that because I'm built way yeah, like a moat. Yeah, like I ba- they built me on a fucking island here, like a like castle. So, uh, yeah, and, but it's hard to cut it with your lawnmower. <laughs> and then uh, so you need an alligator. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, uh, the uh, what was I gonna say? We're on, we're up so high. Skunks. The skunks. Yeah, they have these culverts under our driveways, and then uh, the skunks live. live in the culverts. Yeah. It's probably dry. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's like fifteen feet of like uh, you know dry. Fifteen by two, thirty square foot place. Yeah, it's nice. nice, nice pad for a skunk family. Sure. So they're all up and down the road here. There's this one girl that lives on our in our subdivision, I guess, somewhere that she walks the streets at uh, like at late, late hours. Right. You know. Does she get sprayed? No, but she sees them all the time. And uh, my experience, they do not give a shit what you're doing unless you startle them. Yeah, I've I've uh, come across skunks many times at night mm-hmm. uh, when I was drinking. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, yeah, they don't care. No, it's at like all. a stinky kitty. Yeah, yeah, they're just on their own programs. But when you see one, you are frightened for oh your life because yeah. you don't want to have any fucking thing to do with them. They do stink when they get hit by cars, though. Yeah, I've, I've hit one. Before. I've hit. I've hit skunks lots of times yeah. actually. And when they get your animals, it sucks. Have you ever had a pet that got sprayed? No. Yeah, it sucks, man. We had a cat. Our cat got into one one time, and then you got to wash them like crazy, and then. They still stink for about a month. Just throw it in the pool. <laughs> the cat? Yeah, they love that. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't done much with this one. Uh, I, my old cat, I I saw him get totally drenched a couple twice in Stunt. his life. Oh, oh, yeah. Like where he went right under the water. And uh, it was hilarious both times. Like uh, how he pissed. hated it. Oh, yeah. Oh, he so, was so mad. I wonder man. why they hate it. I don't know. It's like really shameful for them <laughs> <laughs> to get wet. They don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the one thing is that most of my cats uh, like hunting in the rain. Eh? Like, so they will go out and hu- hunt when it's raining. Right. And they come back really wet and dirty. Yeah. What do they bring back? One time, uh, 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 a rabbit. I always find half a rabbit in my backyard from cat, our cat. In, in the rain, especially, it seems to be rabbits. Maybe it, they're just easier to catch. I don't know. Yeah, and then uh, and then chipmunks and birds, and uh, a lot of moles and mice. We had some ducks in our pool and uh, what ducks, some ducks landing in our pool. And uh, we put a uh, like a plastic bald eagle out there and they're not around no more. Oh, yeah. No chipmunks. No, nothing in the backyard. Oh, yeah. We have a bald eagle. Uh, like We have a bald eagle that lives in this area somewhere because every once in a while you see it. It's fucking crazy mm-hmm. how how big it is and mm-hmm. like big white head and everything. And uh I was walking in my forest when it was still snow on the ground, and you could see. I have a picture on my phone. It's like uh, you could see where it came down from the tree and like killed a squirrel. Oh yeah. And then like took out all that was left was its like um, intestines and its like couple o- organs. Really. And then some fur, and Ooh. then the body was taken away, and there's no footprints, so you knew it had to fly away. Wow. So it must have been a bird, and probably was that eagle. I wow. think. I thought they would have ate the internals first. Yeah, I didn't the, want the, get di- the good stuff. Didn't want the guts and didn't want the, yeah, the kidney fuss, and stuff. Fussy eaters, I guess. Yeah, pussies. <laughs> but like back when, I, but like that's amazing though. That because we're pretty far from the lake, right? And um, to have the bald eagles spread this far away from the lake, you know. And yeah. uh, when we were kids, you wouldn't even see them at the lake. Like there was none of them around here. No, they're just from America. Oh yeah, or you you could see them up north if you went up north. Right. Uh, you'd see them in Canada, but 
I would never. We wouldn't see very many because, but now they're really making a comeback around here. It's mm-hmm. awesome to see. They're awesome. they're rid- ridiculously like crazy to see. Strong. They got like they're ripped. Yeah, they're like ripped. Like the yeah. bodybuilder of birds. Yeah. You know what? I've seen bald eagles ever around here, but I've never in my lifetime seen a beaver. No. No, I've I've seen beaver dams, uh-huh. but I've never seen a beaver. Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a beaver either. No. No. Oh, see, and everyone just thinks that we're gonna we see beaver. Have you seen a moose in real life? Uh, I don't think so. I, I want to say yeah, I saw one at Algonquin, but I don't think I did. I'd shit my pants if I saw one of those for real. Oh yeah, like I've been with like one time we went up north with my family to a cottage and my brother and my parents saw a moose. And mm-hmm. then one time I went to Newfoundland and the there was two carloads of us and. The other car saw a moose, but I've never seen one yet. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a moose, and I've never seen a beaver, and I'm supposed to be Canadian, and uh, I've never seen either of those things. I don't even recall seeing a loon, to be truthful. Oh, I, that I've seen. I've seen a loon. Yeah, or, definitely. Oh, seen. And I've never seen a tune, whatever that a is. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen a tune a $2 either. $2 coin. Never seen a tune. But, uh, you know, I've never seen, uh, uh, like, I've seen polar bears at the zoo or whatever, but anything that we're known, like, I but I've seen the the American national bird or like yeah animal. Here a lot. I've seen that a Not lot. Eagles. I haven't seen any of our national stuff ever, but like I, I know they're here. Like the emblem for Harley Davidson too, I think. Is an that eagle? eagle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And uh, the Germans like the eagle too, I think. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were supposed to talk about bar fights, Kev. All right. And the reason we were, uh, I was talking about, it, I was thinking about violence. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about like how violent my life was compared to my kids, like how what they have to put up with, you know. And there's the obvious, like violence, like you'd see, uh, like there was like you could beat your kids, right? That's mm-hmm. a, a, a. Well, we saw that for sure. We saw like, generation, yeah, yeah, like uh, you could pretty much get beat by anyone in the general public. Um, your parents would be cool with it. They would assume you did something to deserve it. Yeah, if you came home and said you got hit by the, I don't know, the neighbor's mom two doors down, there would be no going to the neighbor's mom. She'd be like, well, what'd you do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, My if I got, like, if the bus driver slapped me in the face, <laughs> <laughs> my parents would probably be like, you must have really pissed off the bus driver. Yeah, why you were know? you bugging the bus driver? Leave her alone. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it would. Uh, it's quite a bit different nowadays. So that was one. Mm-hmm. Uh th- violence you'd see and then you'd see like uh i think about like school fights you know high school fights and stuff like that it's quite common that you'd i'd see fights you know yeah a lot of like hallway quick fights yeah there's a couple like uh like um i remember like um waiting for the bus kind of fights you know like uh, when when you're gonna get on the bus i'll beat you up and it'll be like a fight everyone will be crowded around they shit your pants all day long waiting for your beating oh yeah yeah Yeah. my buddy uh one time there's like uh me charters and uh this guy uh uh, jeff i remember that guy yeah and we were riding this bus right Mm -hmm. and there's this big indian guy um like from india Mm -hmm. uh and he was following us right in the following our bus right right and we've been playing this game on the bus where we had to uh like uh either flip off or moon or do something to the car behind us or whatever and it was like his turn or whatever so we're like do do it it's your turn to do it or whatever so he does it and it's this guy that goes to our school who's a couple grades older than us 
and he's big he's uh-huh. like a man right you know and uh so then uh we got to school and then the guy told him like you're basically gonna get your ass kicked at the end of school when you get go to get back on your bus he said this to the jeff guy yeah okay yeah when we got to school and the whole day he's shitting his pants you know he was yeah he's wow. a big guy too but yeah. he was at that time, he was, like, basically tall and skinny. Right, yeah. And he had never been really, truly tested. Tested, sure. yeah. And he, yeah. he hadn't filled out like he is now. Like, But, uh, like, but like in those days, you know, like, even, like, I punched him in the face one time. <laughs> and then I get cu- quiet him down, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, so he was pretty scared. But then he did fight. And uh, I remember, like, he, he lost and everything. But the, he... Um, he got on the bus after the fight, and he d- didn't feel that bad. You yeah. know what I mean? And he had that respect for. And then he doing and, it. and I think then after that, then he wasn't like so worried about getting in a fight again. Well, like Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It is true. And yeah. I remember even with me, like the, the, I I used to fight when I was young, like just sport wise, really, mm-hmm. and then. And you had a worthy opponent. Like, Paul was a worthy opponent. Well, I don't know. I was three years older than my brother, so you um, at the beginning I was more just, like, throwing him around, you mm-hmm. know. But after a while he got big enough, I, I had to learn how to take a punch because he would he clobbered me a few times pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, but it was like it wasn't – by the time we became an even match, yeah, we did too much damage in the house, and then my mom was like, "She put the stop to the yeah, fight." Yeah, she said, "Stop it." We we couldn't do it anymore for my mom's sake. You, you need an octagon in your backyard. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know. My brother, uh, uh, or a cage, WWE style. We, he's got such good. He's got. I don't care how old he gets or how broken down he gets. Either one of us, mm-hmm. the will, the will between it would be a great fight no matter what. Yeah, because I don't think either one of us would would want to give the other one that much you know that's the thing all brothers eh? if the guy's got a brother close in age mm-hmm. they're usually tough you know yeah you're scrapping especially you're scrapping. the younger one's gonna come up yeah the younger one usually you know you but uh, and if they're really close then then uh, it could go either way I, I haven't seen paul in a while but i'm assuming he has like canned hams for hands oh yeah like frying pans yeah yeah so i i don't know and he's probably got some good construction strength to yeah. him yeah, he's just always done work, you know. So he's like st- way stronger than than he. But I think it'd be a head crushing punch if he got you. Oh yeah, my brother's but my brother's one trick pony. I've said this on the on the uh, air before. I've totally uh, I called him out. Mm-hmm. He comes with an overhand right. It's only an overhand right. He's a big punch. Mm-hmm. You just gotta miss that big punch. If he gets you with it, you're gonna have a little sleep. <laughs> Staggered. <time. laughs> yeah, I don't think you're getting up because it hurts. It, it really does pack a, a wall up. I think Paulie might be faking the overhand right once in a while from now on. I tell I tell him, I tell him openly. I know his trick mm-hmm. overhand right. I tell him openly. He's like, I'm gonna fucking crush you with that punch. When he's mad though, his instincts overhand right. Okay. He's got to train to go come at me with something different. Fair. Come at me with an uppercut. Come yeah. at me with a, a shot to the gut. You yeah, know, when you see it coming. Steel chair, whatever. But I know now from his when because when he does come at you, th- it was uh, last time he tried to fight me. I was already doing the podcast, so mm-hmm. in the last seven years, he tried to fight me. Right. It was at my neighbor, my neighbor's place. We were building a deck for him, mm-hmm. or Paul was building a deck for him, and I was sitting around doing fuck all. And <laughs> then uh, I kept saying like, "Why don't you let me do more?" And then he was 
So eventually I got sick of it, and then Paul got sick of me. Bugging him. The way I was being sick of it. Yeah. And he decided talking is not, it's not time for talking. And he come charge at me, and I remember, because it was quite a bit of distance. There's probably like 20 feet between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then he comes charging at me, and he's already got his hand cocked. Oh, right? the overhand right was coming. Like yeah. the big show. But he's coming like from like 20 feet away with his hand cocked. You know what he's right up to, you know? He telegraphed it. I got the impression from that. <laughs> and then, uh, so like all I knew is like tie up the hand, and then you had to like, I twist him up into my wrestling shit and yeah. then that'll uh and then that then that really gets him really mad <laughs> and then you can't let him go until he calms down or until he promises he's not gonna like hit you. break you yeah yeah but um that was i couldn't believe that I, like as he was coming at me i'm like really i'm i'm gonna have to fight as in my 40s mm-hmm. you know luckily it got broken up quick and the guy we were building the deck for was really hurt by the whole thing. Oh, he, do you think it was his fault or he was just Yeah, he was thought that him. just this silly job for him and it came between two brothers and ah. he's a real family guy and he's just a sweetheart, eh? Yeah. And he uh he just felt bad about it. I'm like, "Don't worry about it. We'll we'll be over it." Don't we were over it like within an hour. Yeah. My brother and I. It's I don't think we're going to hold grudges at this point in our lives. Um <coughs> so uh I I didn't fight in high school because I went to a city school. Right. And I was th- thinking they had guns or knives or something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, uh, so I was scared. And then I just, and then I was, uh, I was in my 20s. Like, I went through university and I would be in, I'd be in fight. Like, I'd be in am- amongst my you, friends like fighting. In a melee. But not me. You weren't, like, throwing punches. And I wasn't the, I was mostly just trying to break things up. Right. And grabbing a guy. Like, I was just, I wasn't really actually part of it mm-hmm. so i'd see a lot of fights but then uh it wasn't until i was just about to get married it was waterford pride whiskey night we did these things there's three of us from waterford that went to the city school in Brantford, and we had uh um we called ourselves waterford pride nice <laughs> and uh we had this things called waterford pride whiskey night yeah and uh we would uh First time we just drank a bottle of whiskey and went and got hats made when we were drunk. That's a good call. Yeah, still Second. got it. And then, uh, somewhere, yeah, I still yeah. do have it. And then the next time we got drunk and went to a Christmas party at the Waterford Legion, Ooh. Uh, where I remember we were coming in smoking cigars, and then we uh, got kicked out, and then I broke back in. We came back in, and then we got kicked out again, and they called the cops to get us. Right. And then we got fined for the damages. What? Yeah, because apparently I tried to take the uh, flag out of the uh, case stand to show my patriotism, and I <laughs> poked it through the ceiling. Oh, shit. So they had to pay for that. They pay for a drop tile. Or yeah. It was bad, though, because cause Dave's dad is like a Legion guy. Uh-oh. And, uh, so he was obviously part of the pride. And, and like he was like, you guys... Did you guys disgrace the Legion? You okay. know, like that's that's like dis- uh, uh, disgracing the soldiers. You know, like disrespecting the oh, soldiers. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I think I said disgrace or some fucking thing. I mixed up two words. Sorry. Disrespect the soldiers or whatever. And we're like, no, nah, no, nah, we we just wanted a drink. And it wasn't in the Legion. It was in the hall. <laughs> that's different. Technicalities. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I think we've found peace with Jim based on that. Yeah. So that, uh, but we felt bad about it. We were in big trouble. And then our buddy planned the event, and uh, and we wrecked it. 
Oh no! So then we had to go and and make it up with him too because he was pissed off at us. That was bad. But uh, we no fight, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the next whiskey night, I was just about to get married. Right. So we said let's have one whiskey night before Pete gets married. So we go to London, and we go to this uh, martini bar. We went to my buddy's house who lived in London, and then we drank whiskey there. And then we went to this martini bar. We're playing pool, and we're being obnoxious assholes the whole night, mm-hmm. playing pool. I remember playing pool with this guy, and he, and uh, it was like he scratched off the, off the break, right? You know, and so um, we said that's it, we win, like we got the money. Yeah. And the guy goes, uh, no, no, that's not right. Like, that's not the end of the game. And then Jeff throws his pool cue on the table and like s- uh, ruins the table. Yeah. So that's the end of the game, and it takes the money. And then everyone was really mad. And it was like a brouhaha, and I'm like, we're definitely going to get in a fight. And then that calmed down, and then we had another one. And, like, it was a constant, like, we, us getting in the martini bar, we're getting into constant Almost scrapes, fights. Almost yeah. fights. Yeah, yeah. And then we go to leave, and my winter coat, which I had this, like, it was kind of like a lambskin coat. I found it at a secondhand shop. It mm-hmm. just looked, like, old-school cool. You know, I really liked it. And it got stolen. I was like in a real bad mood because someone took my coat. So my buddy Jeff take steals this girl's coat. It's like <laughs> a, it's a red Columbia jacket, and he yeah. gives it to me. It's a girl's though. It's way too small for me. And so I'm wearing this little red jacket, and we're going through freezing rain, like it's yeah. leaving. And we pass this coffee shop, and uh, there's a bunch of these like Lebanese Lebanese kids that are like um, getting coffees. Yeah. And uh, Jeff asked the, the one guy, he goes, what do you think of my buddy's jacket? <laughs> no. And the guy says, I think he looks like Little Red Riding Hood, like that. So I out of I say, tell this jacket. You know, I take off the jacket and I throw it to the ground. Yeah. Well, he takes that as a sign of aggression. Oh, the gloves are off. Yeah, gloves are off. And so he grabs my sweater. I just got the sweater from my cousin Kelly for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And he rips the sweater. And then punches me in the nose, and my nose is just, like, bleeding everywhere. Right. And I'm, like, walking away with my two friends, Dave and Jeff, and they're, like, I'm, like, what happened? Yeah. And they're, like, that guy just punched you in the face. And so I just was, like, what? He went back. And then I go back. He's getting congratulated by his buddies. Yeah. And I go into the scrum. Like, I go walking up to him in the scrum and just, cl- like, clock him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, um, when I clocked him. It was freezing rain and stuff. Uh, I lost my balance and oh, fell. Yeah. And then they just started kicking me, you know, like, uh, like a three on one. Oh, it was a lot more than three. Oh. It was a whole bunch of buddies. And uh, there was a lot of them. <laughs> I don't even know how many there were. They weren't big, but there was just so many of them, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, I remember I was getting kicked like in the head and the ribs and stuff. And uh, they're like, my, my I can hear my friends trying to stop it yeah and then uh, uh i remember at one point in time jeff we all had this is this was the it was like kind of like you know like uh uh we all have our shames from this night we all have our own shame yeah um my one friend jeff i could hear him he worked at all those shoes at the time <laughs> and at one point he starts like saying hey i'll give you guys like oh no like free shoes coupons off of your shoes if you stop beating up my friend and uh my other friend dave uh he uh 
uh, ran away to call the police. Oh, no. Right? Uh, so that wasn't helpful. No. And uh, at the time when I was getting kicked. Right. And then, uh, so then eventually uh, I, r- I had an opportunity to get away. And then they, to be, cr- to their credit, both of them were throwing hands. They're trying to help? Yeah. They both at one time were throwing hands with those people trying to get them off me. And at one time they got them off me enough and I ran away. And they were like, go, go, go. They just want you. So then, right. um, so then I, I ran away. And I go to my buddy's house. I look at myself in the mirror. My face is just a puffball, fucking mess. You yeah. know, like it's like it's un- un- unrecognizable. I gotta get married in like two weeks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like the hangover. <laughs> oh man, I was, I was like, oh, I don't know how, uh, how uh, if this is gonna clear up. Yeah. Luckily, you couldn't tell at my wedding, but I was still in pain at my wedding from mm-hmm. it. But uh, anyways, uh, um. I go home. I go to like this guy's house, and then then I'm waiting. My friends aren't coming back. My friends aren't coming back, oh. right? So then I go back, and I can see my friends. They're getting loaded into a cop car. Oh fuck! Because the cops that Dave called were coming, but they saw like Dave and Jeff look like they didn't have a scratch on them, and these uh, Lebanese kids mm-hmm. were uh, like they look like ground beef. You know, some of them did. You know. Yeah. And um, <coughs> so they're trying to tell the story, like, no, you're going after the wrong guys. And the the kid, the Lebanese kids are saying the, that uh, my buddies jumped hit them. <laughs> and uh, so their their story's not checking out, so they're getting loaded in the car. And then I'm just coming in saying, like, what's going on? And you look like shit. And, and I still look like shit. So the cop goes, is this your friend? And then they go, yeah, that's him. That's him. And they go, okay, your story checks out. You guys can go home. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and then we went home. And that was my first time being in a real fight. And I got my ass kicked. Right. Like, I got really badly beat up. And you know what? I remember at that point in time thinking, like, why didn't I fight more? Right. And that's stupid, eh? But I remember, like, I wouldn't have been afraid if I if I had gotten that same, f- got my ass kicked, like, in grade nine or something mm-hmm. like that. I probably would have fought people. All through high school. All through high school. Yep. I would have been, like, one of those guys that would have been at a bush party. That would have been looking for a fight because it would have been fun to get into one or whatever. Yeah, you know? I think it's the fear of uh, the pain you're going to go through. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have been afraid if some guy was being a dick to me. I wouldn't have pushed out like I did right. a bunch of times. But I don't know if that's the right or wrong thing because, like, the right thing to do, obviously, if you're thinking as a logical human being, is not to to avoid it. To avoid it, right? Yeah. You don't want to fight. And I really am a pacifist at heart. I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to be pushed around either i remember uh second sandbar one night mm-hmm. uh this this guy was uh i think he was a delhi guy was being a little bit aggressive uh with everybody on the dance uh, on the dance floor or whatever and i remember saying to him like calm down he punched me in the face and hid he hid right away <laughs> and i it hurt but i didn't know like it hurt and i told him that the girl i was standing beside had hit me harder <laughs> and uh but it really hurt yeah and uh they the bouncers threw him out and i still to this day i'm like why couldn't i have hit that guy back yeah, i wonder yeah. but but it wouldn't have got you anywhere but you know i don't know at certain times I, certain times when i have punched this person in the face it's helped and that's <laughs> a that's a bad it's therapeutic <laughs> example 
to teach people it's not the way of the world nowadays but like as i said like back in those days it was quite commonplace that there was violence and you had to kind of know what to do right but to break it down everything's all about talking out your feelings now which is a good thing right yeah but you could get in a fight uh, you and i could get could have gotten a fight in grade school which we didn't yeah we didn't and a week later we could have been probably not even a week later a day later we would have been fine yeah yeah no pent-up aggression no whatever no i don't think it would hold it It, because uh, i always looked at it more like sport though yeah like it was more like sport and i think if you even for some of those guys that would go that went into being bouncers you know at the Mm -hmm. turkey point hotel or whatever and you'd see them like stretching before like the night uh, at the bar just they wanted to go beat people up yeah yeah but there were people that went to the bar like with the intent to fight a bouncer eventually yep Yep. and uh like it was it was kind of a its own subculture i guess like its own little like and they used to get those bouncers used to get guys to go start shit oh yeah yeah just so they could well i remember my wife worked at the turkey point hotel when i was dating her like when we were young Mm -hmm. and uh she was uh like she's only like five two five three you know she's a tiny little thing and she'd be carrying trays of drinks through this crowded bar. Right. Full of like, and you knew as the summer went on, you know, especially as the summer went on, uh, these people had gone and been cooped up in the same hot room with the same people, the same guy that tried to hit on your girlfriend. Yeah. There he is again, you know. Yeah. The same guy that bumped into you, that spilled a drink on you, whatever. Uh, like, you, you, the, the familiarity over time mm-hmm. of you going to the same bar every weekend, you're going to. You you like at, by the end of summer there's like fights breaking out constantly. Yeah. It's just like one after another after another. And my wife, if she was walking through the fucking tray of drinks and a big fight broke out and they knocked the drinks over, she had to pay for all those drinks oh, out of I her own pocket. Wow. Yeah. So like I would sit there and I was basically there to drink. Mm-hmm. I didn't work there, but my wife did or my my girlfriend did at the time. So the bouncers all knew me and they all kind of gave me a little bit more leeway because I was with. Yeah, yeah. The waitress. So I could get away with stuff that other people didn't and, and that. But, like, you'd see uh, guys that would do something that I would do without thinking twice about. Get their asses just fucking handed to them, you oh, know? Yeah. And you'd oh, be yeah. like, whoa, I got away with that. <laughs> and most of those those bouncers, like, I ended up thinking were pretty nice guys. Like, they always were to me. Yeah. But then I, you'd see them just, like, they were just killers, man. They were <laughs> real. I remember those guys because they all worked at the same gym in Simcoe. Yeah, yeah. And I used to go to that gym, and it was just it was the best knowing who they were. Yeah, it's right? better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know, man. Some of those guys were, like, their reputations were legendary. Like, yeah. you, we heard about them in grade school, and you would just hear about these legendary tough guys, you know. Yeah. And then over time, you start to see them in action, and you'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, vicious. <laughs> vicious. <laughs> Certain amount of it, it's like, it's not about the biggest guy. No. It's rarely the biggest guy is the toughest guy. It's it's usually some smaller some dude that quiet, just wiry guy that's got some sort of like quick twitch strength in his muscles that's sure. just that just uh, and he's like doesn't feel pain like a normal person. Or his dad put him in jujitsu as a kid and yeah, beat the crap out of him with you know a wire brush or something. <laughs> yeah, it's bath time, boy. Yeah, like you don't know. There's some some real some real nut jobs out there, but like. Uh, like i don't remember there's some guys like this did you try and talk your way out of a lot of stuff or no yeah i i totally that was my thing i remember like 
in the winter, and I think it was at Coco's Roadhouse, one of those times. Oh, yeah. Somebody who we grew up with was, like, pissed off at whatever I was doing. And he's like, let's go outside. And I'm like, it's too cold outside. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Just didn't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I remember I went to a high school dance uh, at Delhi High School. This is when I... Um, the first time I went, I, I went with this girl and, and uh, had a dude that just got out of jail and he wanted to beat me up because I was uh, different from out of town and yeah. dating one of their girls. And then the second time I went, to, I went with what is now my wife mm-hmm. and I had a lineup of three guys that wanted to kick my ass all because of the same reason. Well, yeah, you took one of their girls. Took one of their girls away. And uh, I know all those people now. Some of them are... Uh, <laughs> Like, uh, all right, super, super yeah. sweetheart of guys. They were just looking out for, yeah, yeah. for Jane because they liked her. Yep. They didn't know what kind of guy I was, you know. But I mean, uh, I never had to fight. I talked my way out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And I was usually able, because I actually was from the area, you would, I could find someone in common, right, that could vouch for me pretty quick, you sure. Know? But, uh, and, but yeah. a lot of times, this is the, the, every time we got in big trouble, like the whiskey night is a great example, the one I just told you about, right. I hung out with my friends, and they were assholes. Bo- uh, uh, both those two friends that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. 90% of the time, they were the problem. Yeah. And I was the driver. I was the one that was, like, talking the people who wanted to kill them were down. Yep. And then, like, kind of, like, smoothing things out and get them out of there, mm-hmm. right? And um, when I would say, okay, tonight, you guys are taking care of me. <laughs> that just didn't work out. <laughs> That's the nights we got into trouble hmm. because they did not do that. They didn't have that in them. I will drink too. <laughs> yeah. I was just telling my kids today or my one daughter today about uh, when I went to cake, uh, like, cause I was listening to cake and I was like, uh, you know, I can't wait to see cake again. This time I want to see him when I'm not blacked out because, uh, uh, but I went on stage with him and I was explaining how I blacked out at this festival. And then I ended up like coming to kind of, waiting in the like uber lineup to get your uber to go to your place yeah and i got in the wrong one and uh the guy says are you mike and i said yeah ah, and he just took you where mike was going in a group uber with other people yeah and they dropped me off at the wrong end of town and then they let me go and, and i just i could see the cnn sign it was pretty far away but mm-hmm. i could see it and i knew that was where my where i was my hotel is so i just started walking in but when we got there and uh, me and Charles were um, coming out of the airport and we're taking the car from the airport and the lady in the car says, whatever you do, don't get lost in Atlanta. Don't walk the streets alone because like, guy, guys like you are going to get in shit. Exactly so, what you're doing. And I'm doing the exact thing and then Dave's like, um, calls me. He's like, where are you? We're looking all over for you. And I'm like, I'm just walking through the city alone. Like, <laughs> doing the Don't panic. Doing the thing that, that you said not to do. And he's like, Dave's like, I, you know, that's what she said not to do, you know. Like you were, he was really worried. You're like, yeah, well, I'm doing it. And I'm like, well, I can't stop doing it. Like, <laughs> want me to do, sit down? Yeah. So he was super concerned. Like, so I think the Dave of today, right, uh, would take care of me. I yeah. think I'm, I think I'm a problem, and maybe t- too much to take care of. I agree with that. But I think he's more likely to try to take care of me now than he was then. Then zero percent chance. Now I f- bet you I'm fifty fifty, depending on how drunk he is. Hmm. is uh, whether he'd take care of me but then piece of garbage he would not do it <laughs> piece of garbage <laughs> he's definitely not wouldn't <laughs> would not do anything to take care of me nah. but anyways uh um 
that's it for oh sorry uh was i sam i oh that's the, the night said that, that they had to take care of me they were done they're no good at all right yeah i can every single one where i get in trouble is the big trouble we got into yeah so they were like little 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 incidents and you're like i'm going for it because i'm always fucking taking care of them yeah 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 Anyways, I have to piss so bad, and I wanted to end on a good story, but I don't have one now. Well, what are we going to do? Uh, we can do a short one. We've done hour and a half ones, almost two hours. Yeah, i got to rock a piss now. Um, but uh, one more. Anyways, a, uh, ah, man, I can't even hold it. You can't hold it. All right, I'm going to uh, I have to go. <laughs> He's just going to make me talk. All right, well, Pete's uh taking a piss hopefully he pushes that out quick uh i could talk to charters i guess if i wanted to i don't know this isn't as easy as uh pete makes it look i can go through some sound effects i suppose so uh charters (laughs) what else do we got from charters um all the sound effects have changed here. What can I do? Can <laughs> you believe that? <laughs> so that's a Charters one. Let's see what this one is. One of the most embarrassing uh, childhood memories, I think. <laughs> All right. And we'll go to the one other uh, thing that Charters is. Uh, you know, I have a soft spot for Mexicans. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hope he finishes pissing quick, because I'm not good at, uh, here he comes. <laughs> that was like the longest piss ever, man. Yeah, you, that's uh, not as easy as you make it look. Holy Christ, is that a long piss. I just babbled and did sound effects. You can take it all out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. Yeah, I know I don't, I don't even care. I don't, I want to just say, we'll just do, uh, the one, um, I'll say, like, there's, like, uh, one fight story. I got one. I got right. one. I got one. This is what we'll end with, okay? All right. This is what I was in uh, Guelph, um, University of Guelph, and there's this place in the University of Guelph called the Keg. We call it the Keg, but it's, I think, called the Brass Taps or something For is what it really says on the sign, but everyone calls it the Keg, it's right? It's a university pub? University pub, right? Just a pub, uh, like a sit around and talk, listen to music kind of pub, you Drink. know? Pitchers of beer. Pitchers of beer. It smells like vomit in there. Mm-hmm. It's on the second floor of the university center, which is unfortunate if you get kicked out of the place because they can throw you down the stairs, right? Oh. <laughs> wow. So, uh, uh, anyways, we're in the keg, and uh, my buddy Gabe has a friend from Huntsville, where he's from. Right. Uh, Pete, that's down. Uh, P- good guy. Great guy, Pete. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pete's a bit of a live wire, and so, <laughs> is, uh, so is my buddy Gabe, right? Right. And uh, Gabe has a real prejudice against jocks, against like hockey guys or because I guess in Huntsville, he was like kind of a hippie or whatever, like kind of long hair, like uh, I met this guy before, different sort of fella. And uh, the the jocks used to uh, bother him and then he would never back down from a fight with him. He loved fighting this guy, you know, Mm -hmm. just loved fighting. And uh, anyways, so. uh, Gabe's got his buddy down from home, so he's got a bit of backup. He's drinking. He's got a bit more swagger than he normally does. Right. Things are looking like Gabe's looking to start some trouble, you know? <laughs> so we're all kind of hyper aware of it, right? Yeah. 
So I can we can see um, these uh, it's a group of these big athletic looking dudes come mm-hmm. in, and Gabe is around them, and you can see that they're starting to talk to each other, and then you can kind of see that Gabe is lipping like he's uh, he's looking for trouble. <laughs> he's doing a lot more talking than he should be. So you can, I say to Pete, like, it looks like Gabe's about to get into trouble over there. So we get up to go make sure he's not going to be outnumbered. Right. And uh, Pete walks right up. Um, <laughs> I think I like where this is going. Pete walks right up to this dude. Like, he's, a, he's sizably, Gabe is now squared off against the, the biggest one of their friends. Right. And uh, they're in each other's faces. And Gabe is way smaller than this dude. And Pete comes out of nowhere and grabs this guy by his face mm-hmm. and kisses him right on the lips. Oh. Like, right on the lips. Like, holds his face into his face. Didn't see this coming. And holding. I am sitting there dumbfounded, like, completely blindsided by it, right? right. And uh, and uh, as soon as he does it, I think even, uh, even uh, Gabe was startled by it, you know? Like, he didn't even. Like, he was disarmed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see the guy kind of like the guy who got kissed. Oh shit. I'm telling the story all wrong. I'm telling the story all wrong. Ah, I'm telling it completely wrong. Isn't that funny when you think back? That's not what happened at all. This is what happened. Gabe's lipping with this guy. Right. And then Pete goes in to, to like help out his friend. Right. That's what it was. And then he starts saying stuff like uh, that's more like a kind of like homophobic right. kind of slurs to the guy. But he's saying how he's going to do gay things to him. I think that's how it was. Right. To, at which time one of this dude's big buddies comes up and kisses Pete straight on the lips. Oh, <laughs> and it's a long kiss. It was a for real. Uh, no, nah, it wasn't a for real. It was a still like a hold your face and make you kiss. Oh, okay. But it was done to like stop this guy because he was kind of going crazy. Yeah. Like he was kind of getting a little uh, nut. And uh, I remember it was Pete then that uh, kind of was stunned because mm-hmm. he had gotten kissed on the lips. Yeah. And he was stunned. And, and Pete was the one saying he was going to do all the, g- the, the. He was the one doing the, homoph- the, the, the gay things to the yeah. guy. And then his friend comes and kisses him. Then. Uh, Pete just kind of like startled for a bit and then just starts swinging, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then so it's just a melee, you know, yeah. like a, he's a, like he's swinging. And I remember like the bouncers are pulling Pete out and he, the guy's like, he stuck his tongue down my throat. <laughs> he, like, you know, in, uh, Pete's like really adamant. They throw him down the stairs and that. And then literally like he dusts himself off at the bottom of the steps. Right. And then we kind of like get walking and he's like, so like. Where to? Where next? Oh, like, just like nothing happened. Like nothing happened wow. at all. Like the whole incident was like completely nothing. He's can really compartmentalize. Yeah, like I think it's like he gets in the gets in these sort of scrapes all the time. Huh. I was like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He's just like, don't not even talking about it. He, in in another time, I remember this guy, uh, Billy, that was a friend of mine. He got he got thrown out of that bar mm-hmm. for being a lippy, <laughs> and uh, he got thrown down the stairs, and then the. I remember the police were, like, kind of being rough with him, too. Right. And then uh, this girl, who is now, like, a – she's, like, a, a Canadian, like – she's, like, a – she's got a real good job with the Canadian government. I think she's, like, a – like, what do you call it when a person goes to another country and they represent our country? Like a diplomat? 
Like a diplomat. Yeah. Right. She's like a diplomat to a foreign country representing our country. And I remember her at the bottom of the stairs, <laughs> like mad at the police for the way they were treating her friend. Right. And I remember her just yelling at the cops, you know, like. You can't do this. Yeah. It, I, I, she's saying, like, lick my clit. Oh, <laughs> not so diplomatic. Lick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eat me. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. I, uh, the, you can, can, I don't want to get in any trouble. But it, no, no, no. It's amazing how like, these people. They grow up to be like uh, like important people, but when you see them back in the day, they're yeah. just like uh, kids, right? She got her early uh, diplomatic training out of the way, and yeah, like my clit. I never heard a girl yell that at a person before. I don't know if I would be offended by that if I was if a girl said that to me. It's the closest thing that they're trying to do what we do with the old suck Sorry, my dick thing, yeah. but it isn't the same. Because you'd be like, hmm. yeah, <laughs> we know even a girl that loves us. Is only doing that because they love us, not because they like it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, uh, Plant Nation, come by one night with my dad and and Jay. You're awesome, Pete. Oh, cool. Um, thank you, Plant Nation. Uh, so, um, came by one night with my dad and Jay. Oh, sweet. I don't even, I got to figure out who that is. I'll, I'll talk later. Um, anyways, that's our show, I think, for today. We've gotten uh, all the things we said we we're going to do done, and we are on, we did our time. Mm-hmm. So if you could, everybody, please tell a friend, share an episode, or uh, give us some feedback at, uh, yeah, I'm live from <laughs> or at uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. And you know, you can support our Patreon. Oh, Preston. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> and Brent Barber, too. Welcome, everybody. Nice to see you guys. Um, so we will, uh, until, I guess that's it. Oh, no, support our Patreon. It's uh, uh, patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. You can also, uh, if you need some help, please get some help and go to BetterHelp. And it's easy, man. I, I, I clicked on it just to see how easy it is, and it's easy. It's super easy. You just answer yeah. a bunch of questions. They set you up with it. It's betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall. You got 10% off your first month. And until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Thanks for listening.